All right, what's up, everyone? This is a new episode of Sports Harder coming at you live. Well, not live because this will be recorded, but I always want to say that. I always want to put that in there for some odd reason. But I am your host, as always, Maddie Lukewarm Ice. And my co host for the evening, as always, is Chris the Gorilla Binder. What's up? What's up? <laughs> We are uh, week two of uh, just audio, uh, just until we can get things figured out, the streaming stuff, people want to just make you pay for everything nowadays, so it's hard to, excuse me, find anything that's free, but we'll eventually get it figured out (laughs) one of these days, Um, but uh, we we love still doing it, even if we're just on audio, Um, we still have fun, we still enjoy it, we still got a lot of stuff to cover. So, how are things going? Let's start off with that. Good. Just working all the damn time. <laughs> I know. Why do people make you do that? Like, why Why do we have to work? What's up with that? No <laughs> um, well, yeah, unfortunately, work is always the pain, but got to pay the stupid bills unfortunately but to get our minds off of that we had our first full chaotic week of the nfl um we have a current picking leader with our nfl picks of the week we got uh chris the gorilla binder that's up by one point on me <laughs> flex flex on you <laughs> So uh, we'll we'll talk about that and how that went. Um, hey, a lot of one things. point is all it takes to win, man. This is true. You you proved that. I guess we found that out with some of the games during this week for the NFL. Yep. <laughs> um, so some of the games that stood out to us uh, for it. Uh, let's start off with the the game that stood out for you. Let's start off with with that kind of one one major game where you were just like. What? Like the Lions beating the Chiefs. Like what? <laughs> I knew you were gonna start with that one. What? Uh, <laughs> like the the excuse is oh Mahomes didn't have Travis Kelsey. The dude still threw for two hundred and fifty yards and two touchdowns. Like he still he still had a good game. Mahomes still had a good game. The problem is his receivers can't catch anything. Like how many balls did he put in Kadarius Tony's hands? That he just dropped. <laughs> like, yeah. What? Including the the one at the end that would have won it for him. And and because of the Chiefs losing and their defense just not showing up, uh, they they made sure and went out and got Chris Jones signed to an all new contract. They got rid of his old contract and signed his new contract with one. It's a one year contract with a whole bunch of incentives. And I looked at all the incentives. They're crazy. Like, if he, he gets, like, an extra million, if he gets, uh, what is it, he gets first-team All-Pro and they get a Super Bowl appearance, he gets an extra $2.5 million. If he gets, uh, if they win the Super Bowl and he gets Defensive Player of the Year, 
And like he has to get like ten sacks, he gets a million, he gets an extra five hundred thousand if he gets like uh, uh, fifteen sacks. And I mean, there's all these little incentives that are going to be pretty hard for him to maintain. Like, I don't ever see him as a player of the year candidate. You know, maybe a first team All Pro, but he's going against Aaron Donald for first team All Pro in the defensive tackle side. Like, that's going to be hard for him to do. Yeah, or uh, or a TJ Watt, or um... well, TJ Watt's a defensive end, so I mean, he's not really going against him. But yeah, true. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. It's going to be tough. Well, I mean, it's still a one-year deal, and when I told Mel about this, uh, she was like, she was excited, but then I was like, well, it's only a one-year contract. You still have to deal with it at the end of the year, and she was like, well, that's next year's problem. <laughs> yep. So, <laughs> so I guess <laughs> she's looking at the now instead of the future, like a lot of Chiefs fans, I, I would assume, on this. <laughs> but is he going to come out and actually be able to ball out right away? Like, I mean, he missed all of preseason. He missed the first game. You know, look at Joe Burrow and Daniel Jones. They both missed the first – they missed all of preseason, you know, and they came garbage. Like, they were both dumpster fires. Like, Joe Burrow threw for 82 yards. I think Daniel Jones threw for, like, 75. Like, it was terrible. Yeah, it, it, it definitely was for sure. Um, all right, well, I would agree that would probably be one of the big games that stood out to me. I – if I had to make a quick comment before I do the game that stood out to me, I would say um, Chiefs fans don't have to hit the panic button, but Lions fans shouldn't be too overly hyped either because one touchdown came from uh, Tony hitting his hands and then it bouncing up in the air. And then the Lions defender took it back for a touchdown and then him dropping the ball as well um, on the, on the uh, game winning drive to get within field goal range. So Lions fans, yes, you, you won, you did it like, but don't be too overly excited. Like all of a sudden now you guys are super bowl contenders and Chiefs fans don't hit the panic button yet. So understand you still have Jared Goff. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, so yeah. And like I said, he didn't really win the game for them either. He didn't lose it for him, but he didn't win it either. No, David um, looked good. He looked really good. Yeah. It surprised me how good he looked. I, I was expecting him to get hurt early and you know, he, he didn't. So he, he actually looked good. He looked better than he has in like the past few years, you know? Yeah, for sure. Um, so the game I'll go to, so we can talk about it a little bit as well, since it just happened last night. Um, the Jets Bills game, um, that, that really stood out to me. And the Jets put all their money, all their chips into one basket with bringing in Aaron Rodgers and four plays into the game. He tears his Achilles. I know it's not like he did it on purpose or anything, but you know, he tears his Achilles out for the whole season. In comes uh, Zach Wilson. He's got to take over. Doesn't really do anything that great, but the Jets defense balls out causes three interceptions from Josh Allen, who looked awful. 
Um, and then uh, they got a fumble recovery as well. And then, of course, the Jets in overtime, um, undrafted free agent uh, wide receiver takes the punt back for uh, return to win the game. The Jets offense doesn't even need to get onto the field to try and win. Um, big upset. I did call the Jets in my upset for the picks of the week. Of course, that was with Aaron Rodgers playing and not Zach Wilson. But here we are, and they're saying that Zach Wilson is their guy going forward. Um, is this is this like a a well? We just gotta wait until next season again, or do the Jets have enough to still try to make some type of push with the defense that they got? I don't think they have enough to make the push. I don't think Zach Wilson's the guy. Honest to God, like he he looked okay, but he didn't look good. Like, yeah, his receivers bailed him out quite a bit. His defense bailed him out a lot. And what's funny is if you watch that playback of the punt return, there was an obvious tripping foul, tripping penalty that should have been called right in front of the ref, and it wasn't called. So on the on the run back, one of the Guys that was blocking that like legit tripped one of the Bills guys. Like chop blocked him and like you're not supposed to do that on a return. But I just have to laugh. It's really funny. I live by Hill Air Force Base in, in Utah and you mentioned the Jets and right as you started talking like the Air Force jets started flying overhead. So that's the noise that you guys are hearing. <laughs> fair fair enough. Um so I mean, is this a, a a tell for the Bills and the way their season's going to be, or is it the same with the Chiefs, where it's like you know don't panic yet? Yeah, I wouldn't panic yet. I mean, the Bills actually have a pretty fairly sim- fairly easy schedule coming up, depending on how the teams play. You know, I mean, next week they get the Raiders, and I'm a Raiders fan, and I don't like even watching them play the Broncos. Like, I don't have faith in them, dude. Like, they had 10 penalties for, like, 90-some yards. And, I mean, it was just they played sloppy. They gave up a lot to uh, the run game, you know, made Russell Wilson actually look good even though he's trash. So, I mean, I, I, I don't think the Bills need to panic yet. But they've got a few games ahead of them that are should be winnable games. Fair enough. Awesome. Well, all right. Well, as always, the luxury of having our own podcast, we get to talk about our own teams and how they played. So let's start with your Raiders and Broncos game. Um, the defense looked okay. Looked better than it has in the past few years. The only down, like, I mean, they held the Broncos to 16 points, but every team held the Broncos to 16 points last year. Um. <laughs> No, they, they they actually looked good. Like they were they were putting pressure on Russell Wilson. It actually looked pretty decent even without Chandler Jones there. Um, Divine Diablo really stepped up. Like I mean, he had a I think it was like a ninety four PFF grade for uh, his coverage as a linebacker. Like that was amazing. He had he had nine nine passes thrown at him. Only four were caught for zero yards. So. I mean, that, that's pretty damn good. 
the so I mean, I'm I'm impressed with the defense. I know that there's definitely some work and some growing pains that need to get on get done with new players in there and everything. Like uh, um, Marcus Peters, he got burned a couple times, so you can tell he lost a step a little bit. But you know, kids still got heart. Um, offense, it looked efficient. It didn't look good, but it looked efficient. And the Broncos came in definitely ready to stop Josh Jacobs. That you could tell that that was their goal. Every time he got the got the ball, it was gang tackle. Um, it was it was pretty pretty solid defense on the Broncos' part, uh, making sure that they stopped Josh Jacobs. The problem is they forgot to to cover. Um, what's his name? Oh my God! Why am I brain farting? Jacoby Myers. <laughs> Uh, they they, uh-huh. they forgot to cover him. The dude had like eight catches for over a hundred yards and two touchdowns. Like <laughs> cover him too. They they were so focused on Josh Jacobs and Devontae Adams that they let the rest of the team hurt him, and that's where the Broncos really messed up. Um, and their pass rush was non-existent. They didn't touch Jimmy G. Like he never got sacked. He he got pressured a couple times, but he was able to get the ball out before he was even touched. Nice. You know, so it was nice to see Jimmy G poised, but I mean, he, he did Jimmy G things. He had one pass that was over 20 yards down the field and it was broke up by Pat Sertain. But the rest of it, I mean, he was, he was efficient. He didn't, didn't turn the ball over. You know, he didn't get sacked. He didn't sit and take a sack. And, you know, he did. There was one scary moment where he got hit after throwing the ball and it took, and they, the refs actually made him go sit down. They're like, you need to get go off and get checked. So they brought in Brian Hoyer. Um, the thing that I didn't understand is the Aiden, whatever the hell his name, Aiden O'Connell, the quarterback, the, the rookie out of Penn State. Like, why, why was he not even suited up? Like, he tore it up in preseason. I thought he was a shoe in for the number two spot over Brian Hoyer, but yet he didn't even suit up. And that didn't make sense to me. Huh? Yeah. Unless there was something like on the, like some type of like thing that he did at practice or something where they were like, you know, he broke some type of team thing where they were like punishing him. Well, no, they have a new rule in the NFL this year and I don't like it. So you're allowed to have a 53-man roster, but only 46 people can suit up. The other seven have to sit. Huh. Doesn't really make too much sense, but okay. Right. Um, all right. Well, fair enough. Well, um, yeah, I, I didn't get to really watch the, the game, so I can't really put my two cents on it too much other than I did think it was going to be a bigger win. Like, I didn't think it'd just be a one-point win. But, um, it, I mean, it is the first game of the season. People got to get, like, things going. So, you know, the, the, those things, like, factor into it. So, um, It only takes one point to win. Just remember that with the picks. <laughs> fair, fair enough. Um, so uh, with my game, it was the Rams and the Seahawks. Um, totally caught me off guard. 
caught me by surprise. The the Rams defense shows up in the second half. Um, the Rams defense only allowed three yards for the Seattle Seahawks offense. Like that just blows my mind. They had a total of three yards in the second half. And um, the, the young guys on the defense looked good. And I think a lot of it, of course, has to do with them double teaming Aaron Donald. And then these young guys are going to get after it. Um, they, they had a lot of big sacks. I mean, Aaron Donald still got a sack. Um, there's that video going around, of Geno Smith saying, Oh my God, as Aaron Donald comes up the middle at him. (laughs) (laughs) And I, I just love that someone caught that on camera that Geno Smith goes, Oh my God. And like throws the ball away before Aaron Donald just smashes them. Um, I think it's got to be the best, the best thing ever. Um, offense, no Cooper cup, but I- I'm telling you, Puka from BYU said the Rams rookie record for the most yards in a, his like opening game, like his first career start. He had 120 receiving yards. Um, Tutu Atwell had 119 receiving yards. So two, two wide receivers under the age of 23 having over a hundred receiving yards hasn't happened for the Rams since like, I think they said it was like 1956 or something like that. It was like some, some crazy stat. So, you know, uh, and, and our run game was, was there. And I think having this offensive line, cause we got a lot of offensive line, uh, help, um, you know, the, having those young guys in there, I think it really helped and bolstered it. I mean, we'll see next week, but all, all I can say is very, very pleased with what happened. And I think we shocked a lot of people because a lot of people had the Seahawks just demolishing us. <laughs> Including both of us. Yeah. <laughs> like I picked the Seahawks as my lock because I figured the Rams would be trash. But yeah, they they balled out a lot more than I expected. I I really didn't watch that game either, so I don't have much to say because I was focused on the Raiders game. But <laughs> yeah, Geno Smith screaming, "Oh my God!" That's just it's hilarious. But that is most rea- that's the reaction that most people would have with Aaron Donald rushing right at him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fact, I'd probably factual. just sit down yeah. and shit my pants at that point and be like, "I'm good." <laughs> Just touch me. Don't hit me, please. <laughs> oh, geez. All right. Well, uh, before uh, we get into our picks, um, we did say that we wanted to go over um, like the awards for this year that will be handed out. And, you know, uh, we, we can start with, uh, I, I always like defensive player of the year and MVP. Cause I feel like, yeah, you have an offensive player of the year, but usually the MVP is the one that everyone focuses on, and then everyone focuses on the defensive player of the year. So let's start off. Let's start off with defensive player of the year. Um, I don't think Aaron Donald's getting it. I, I honestly, he probably watch- won't ever get it again. 
<laughs> watching two players play that really surprised me. Like they didn't surprise me because I know they're amazing, but just how well they're still playing is TJ Watt, Miles Garrett. TJ Watt, okay. that team got spanked, but he still balled out. Like he still got after Brock Purdy a lot. I think he got like two or three sacks, which was amazing. And a forced fumble, yeah. Yeah, and it should have been two forced fumbles, but they only called one of them. Um, I, I'm honestly, I think I'm gonna go the safe road on this one, and I, I think T.J. Watt's gonna get it this year. All right, I like it. That's that's a solid pick for sure. Um, I I think he. Him, and I know I can't pick two people. I'm obviously going to pick pick one or the other, but I think him or Micah Parsons uh, for the Cowboys, especially the way that they demolished the Giants. I mean, in fantasy, they got me like 70 points. So, um, but I am going to lean towards Micah Parsons. He was the runner-up last year, and I think they'll give it to him this year since he was a runner-up last year. So I'm going to go with Micah. That's a safe pick too. <laughs> so, all right. Two, two solid picks. I like it. Um, let's, let's go down the, the route of uh, MVP now. Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. What a low blow. Too soon. Too soon. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. That's too funny. <laughs> um, I don't know. This one's tough because nobody, nobody seriously stood out, you know? So it, it makes it hard. Like you could lead toward Trevor Lawrence, but he didn't really do that much. You know, I mean, he, mm-hmm. he could, he could down the road. Um, my, my initial thought earlier was Joe Burrow, but, like last week, I was thinking, oh, Joe, Joe Burrow is going to go for MVP this year. I think that's who it's going to be. And then I watched, then I saw the game on Sunday, and I'm like, um, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was a quick change of heart. Um, right, dude, this one's hard. <laughs> it, it really is because, like, there's no quarterback that's really standing out, and that's typically a quarterback. Uh, Award, yeah. The only quarterback that seriously like stood out to me was Brock Purdy, but even then, it wasn't he. Two six downs, but he controlled the game. He did really well. Um, gosh, this one sucks. <laughs> Maybe it's not quarterback this year. That's almost what I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I'm going to go dark horse on this one and say Justin Jefferson gets it. Oh, all right. Justin Jefferson. I like that. I like the kind of the dark horse pick. You know who you didn't mention that had a monster game as a quarterback? If you say Dak Prescott, I'm leaving. <laughs> no, he, he didn't have a monster game at all. Okay. No. You can't think of it? No. All right. Tua. Yeah, he did, huh? Tua had 466 yards and three touchdowns. <laughs> like, 
that's a monster game. Now, can he keep up those kind of numbers like the whole season? I, I don't know. Healthy? Yeah. Look <laughs> at his receivers. <laughs> so if he puts if he keeps on putting up those type of numbers, Tua could be a dark horse in, in winning it. Um yeah. I think I think Tua um or I would say Gosh, you know, a Purdy, I was thinking of the same team, the 49ers, I was thinking maybe a McCaffrey, you know? Yeah, McCaffrey like it, looks good. Like if, if he if he blew up things. Um, but most of the time, like you said, it is a quarterback-driven one. As of right now, I wouldn't put Mahomes out of it just because it's not like he had a bad game and it's not like he was the reason why they lost. Um but you know, Mahomes is always going to be in the conversation. I feel like, yeah. And then, um, but but we'll see. I think I think, um, or I was going to say like a Josh Allen because he was one of the top top people too. But um, after his first game, I mean, obviously he's not really up in there in the conversation right now. So we'd have to kind of reevaluate midseason. But um, all right, so uh, defensive rookie of the year. Hey, who'd you pick? What for MVP? I told you to. Uh, oh, okay. You never said that was your pick. You just said, you know, you could see him as a dark horse, but. Oh. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with Tua. Okay. So yeah. Oh, okay. So defensive rookie of the year. That's your pick, dude. <laughs> oh, my pick, huh? Yep. <laughs> Oh man. Um defensive rookies are always like a hard one to pick. Um I would think a lot of people are saying it's either gonna be the McDonald from the Jets or um the one guy from the Eagles. Uh what's his name? Take a look here. Oh, Jalen Carter, the the defensive tackle. So I I think it would either go McDonald from the Jets or Jalen Carter from the Eagles. I would say. Okay. Huh. This was good. Might be a good. Yeah. I'm going to go with somebody kind of out there. I think he's going to show up solid. I think he's going to be a beast. And he's going to be a beast going forward after this year, too. Because he's going to take away a lot of uh, pressure from, uh, from his cohort. Oh, uh, who? Tyree Wilson. He's the edge rusher for the Raiders that they picked up. Oh, okay. All right. I think he's going to be the defensive rookie of the year. Okay. I like it. Nice. Um, all right. And then we have, uh, of course, 
offensive player of the year and um, offensive rookie of the year. Let's go. Since we went defensive rookie of the year, let's do the offensive rookie of the year. John Robinson. <laughs> such such an e- such an easy easy one to go to. Because <laughs> like, everyone's like hyping him up so much. Did you see how good he looked though? Like he's a beast. I saw the one touchdown play that he had, but I didn't think he really had like anything else. No, he was he was solid, dude. Tyler Algier definitely I think outperformed him. But I think he had like first game jitters. Um but I could see they, they have a two-headed monster for running back. I didn't even realize it in Atlanta with Bajon Robinson and Tyler Algier. Like uh, they're gonna be they're gonna be scary out of the backfield. And I think Bajon Robinson's gonna carry the team. I think he's gonna be a solid one-two back with Tyler Algier being the third down back. Hmm. All right. Who I think will win it? I'm gonna go with Anthony Anthony Richardson for the Colts. But who I want to win it, uh Puka from the Rams. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I just want him to continue to have just a monster year. He he honestly reminds me of Cooper Cup when he first came out. So I yeah. I, I I think he has he has a, a great chance of being a one two punch once Cooper Cup comes back. So yeah, they could definitely okay. be good. He's definitely better than Van Van Jefferson was when he first came out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, I think Anthony Richardson for the Colts. He had a great first game. I think he'll. I think he'll take it. So, and usually, usually they give it to that or a wide receiver. So, yeah. Um. So, offensive player of the year, um, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I, I thought, like I said before, like I could see like Christian McCaffrey getting like offensive player of the year. He'll have a full year under the 49ers. So I, I think he'll take it. Nice. Nice. Um, Hmm. I think. I think I'm going to agree with you with Christian McCaffrey. Nice. (laughs) I I can't see myself going elsewhere with it, you know. All right. Hey, it's nothing wrong with agreeing with me. I'm smart. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. And so the last one is uh, comeback player of the year. Don't say Aaron Rodgers. (laughs) No, there was somebody that I actually had in mind for this. And I can't remember who it is. Holy crap. Uh, Michael Thomas. Oh, okay. He looked good in the game with the Saints. Like, he looked really good. He was able to get open. He was able to, like, catch stuff. He didn't really have any drops. The only time that he didn't catch a ball was when Carr threw over his head or into the ground. You know, if a ball came his way, he was on it. I like it. That's yeah, that's a good one. Um, 
I'm going to go wide receiver as well. I'm going to go with my boy, OBJ. Oh, yeah, he <laughs> looks good too. So um, I'm excited. I know he's not a Ram anymore, but he has a special place in my heart. He helped us win a Super Bowl. So oh, again, he got hurt in the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> he helped you get but there. He, and he scored a touchdown and he got us a bunch of yards. So. Okay. He scored a touchdown in the Super Bowl, so can't take that away from him. But uh all right, awesome. Love it. So yeah, we got we got Damar Damar Hamlin, he might be one too that could win it. Right? So That's who I was thinking um, of and I'm like uh, it, it would it would be good <laughs> if they gave it to him, you know, as long yeah. as he didn't get hurt again and played the whole season. Doesn't, yeah, doesn't die on the field this time. Yeah, keep it together, man. <laughs> um, all right, cool. Um, let's see. I was trying to think if we had other other topics that we had to go over that we wanted to go over that we mentioned last week because we mentioned the awards. Oh, top five, bottom five. There we go. Um, I always like that, even with it being the you know first week of the season i don't care it's fun to do it so we're gonna do it it's my podcast i do what i want (laughs) um all right top five bottom five you want to start with the the worst of the worst yeah let's start with the worst worst Worst, start with the bottom five worst team in the nfl hands down the freaking new york giants Oh my God! They got demolished. Daniel Jones got a huge contract. The dude's making fifty plus million a year, and can't throw for a hundred yards. Like, oh my God! <laughs> Even stop Dak Prescott. Like, that's just wow. Yeah, n- number one worst team in the NFL right now is that. Okay. Hands down. <laughs> All right. Um. Number two, oh, I'm going to have to go, and I hate to say it, the Cincinnati Bengals. Dang. How, how they only score three points against the Browns. How they only score three points with Joe Mixon, T. Higgins, uh, Jamar Chase, Joe Burrow. You know, how? It, that doesn't make sense to me. On paper, they should have one of the best – offensive teams in the NFL. Yeah. And they score three points. They barely got past midfield. They they sucked it up bad. <laughs> All right. I like um, it. Number three worst team in the NFL. I have to say the Steelers. They looked okay. Their defense is okay. But I don't think they have enough with Kenny Pickett to win a lot of games this year. I don't think Kenny Pickett's the answer. And I think they're going to stick with him a little too long. George Pickens, however, bright light. Kid looked good. He looked really good. Rookie receiver. Um, number four worst team. I have to say the Denver Broncos. Because they have... They have all the tools to be a good team, and they just can't put it together. 
Yet again, they can't score more than 16 points. Those are average <laughs> last year. Like, that's terrible. You yeah. can't score 16 points against the Raiders, who were like the 31st worst defense last year. Come on now. <laughs> I, lo- I love the Raiders, but they suck on defense most of the time. Um, and then the fifth worst team. Hmm. Where do I go with this one? I have to say the Carolina Panthers. They had so much promise, and they got their asses beat by Atlanta. Like, they just got demolished by Atlanta. Okay. They got the number one number one pick and, and it, with a quarterback, and then they got – they actually beefed up their defense a little bit. You know, they, they added a few pieces that would be good, and they scored 10 points against the Atlanta Falcons who were one yeah. of the worst teams last year. So I, I think Carolina's en route to a really bad season again. You know, they were the number one pick this year. Uh, I, I think they're going to be a top ten pick again this year. This next draft. All right. so. Awesome. I like it. Um, well, I'm, I'm going to go in the opposite order and – I'll, like number five will be my my worst team in the NFL. So, um, so number number one, I am gonna. Well, I'll go five, and then number one's like the worst. Yeah. So number number five, um, I'll go with. Let's see, I'm gonna go with the. Steelers, like you were saying, um, they first had that crazy stat of one yard, <laughs> one yard of offense, and the the 49ers had 199 yards yeah. <laughs> of total offense in the first half. It's about as bad as the Seahawks in the second half with the Rams. Um, so yeah, everything you said with the Steelers, I definitely agree. So I'll put them at number five. Um, number four, I'm going to put, um, number four, I'll put, I'm going to say the Broncos at number four, uh, just because their, their season is going to seem like a dumpster fire, basically. Um, number three, I'm going to go with... Hmm, I'm going to go with the Panthers. Or, no, I'm going to go with the Texans. Sorry. So, I'm going to go with the Texans at number three. Number two, I'm going to go with the Cardinals. Uh, just because, they're again, their season is just going to be a dumpster fire. Um, they got beat by the commanders out of all teams. Um, and then the worst team I am at number five that I 110% agree with you is the New York giants, <laughs> just because you, you can't get beat that bad and not be the worst team. Now going forward, they might pick things up, but as of week one, they are number five, the worst team. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, mixed it up a little bit. I picked a little bit different from you on a couple of them. I put the Texans in there, the Cardinals. Um, I, I just think they're they're just hot garbage. Um, 
All right. So top five, the best teams, number five being at five and then number one being the best team in the NFL currently. Um, I'll go first this time since you went first with the bottom five. So um, at number five, I am going to say let's see. And this one is kind of tough because there's a couple good teams. Let's put let's say Cleveland Browns at number five. They came in, they they beat up the Bengals, you know, like you were saying in cincinnati i'm pretty sure or was it in cleveland it, was in it might cleveland. have been in cleveland, it was in cleveland. okay yeah. it was in cleveland okay so so yeah I, I think they they should get a lot of praise um we'll see if they can keep it up though again this is just week one you know top five bottom five um number four i'm gonna put the dolphins because they put up some amazing numbers and they they held out the chargers I think Tua putting up all those numbers, they got the offense. Defense needs to tweak up some things, but I think they have a lot like going for them. Hold on. They held Justin Herbert to under 200 yards. It was a high-scoring game, though. Yeah, because Austin Eckler freaking torched them. Their <laughs> yeah. run defense sucked. But their pass um, defense, they, they shut down the pass defense, which was good. Yeah, yeah, true. Um, let's see. So number three, I'm going to put the Eagles in at number three because I feel like, you know, they, they squeaked out their win, but I think they're just getting all the rust off and stuff like that. So they still got the dub. I still think they're they're really good. Um Number two, I'm going to have to put, unfortunately, just because of how it went, the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> um, only because it's week one and only because of what they did. I don't think they're going to consistently do that to teams. But with this week and how it went, I think they deserve to be number two. And then uh, number one, of course, which everyone was probably going to guess is the San Francisco 49ers who absolutely demolished the Steelers and proved that they are balanced on all sides of the ball. They are going to demolish you in offense, defense, special teams. They, they have everything covered. So 49ers, number one. Nice. All right. Mine's a little bit different than yours. Um, so at number five, I actually put the Cowboys. Okay. And, yeah, they scored 40 points. Yeah, they had a great game. They played great defense, but they played the worst team in the NFL. <laughs> so, I mean, when they when they play another team that that's solid, I might I might move them up if they can do the same thing against like a tougher team, you know. Um All right. You know, if if the Raiders beat the Bills, they could sneakily move into the top 5. Um I don't see that happening being a Raiders fan, but um Number four, I was going to put the Eagles. Um, Eagles are definitely a solid team. You know, they are just got off their Super Bowl win or Super Bowl loss. Sorry, not win. Um, I hate the Chiefs that much. 
But, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, they still came out and proved that they still got it, even though they lost a couple players, you know, lost a couple defensive players. But they, they've still got it. They're still solid. Uh, number three. This was a little harder for me. Um, I think I'm going to put Jacksonville there. You know, Jacksonville played, they played a hard fought game, but they still came in with the win. Um, they still stepped up. They showed that they're, that they're still a good team. They're an elite team. Um, I think they're going to, they're actually going to do really well this year, I think. So I'm going to put them at number three, number two, I'm putting the dolphins, um, their offensive line. Like, yeah, Tua put up the numbers, Tyreek Hill, of course, Raheem Mostert's a beast, you know, Jalen Waddle's a beast, their their defense shut down Justin Herbert, but their offensive line kept Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa from ever getting to Tua. Two of the elite pass rushers kept them from getting to Tua. They gave him time facing two of the most elite pass rushers the game has ever seen on one team. As much as I hate Joey Bosa, he's still damn good, even with his gonzo nose. But, <laughs> you know, he's still damn good when he stays healthy. And the fact that neither one of them could get to, to Tua, lot for that offensive line. And I think, I think Miami's going to be a tough team to beat this year. They really are. Because they were like six-point underdogs going into that game, and they still beat the Chargers. Yeah, you know, yeah, it was a close game, but if you look at the stats, they beat the brakes off the Chargers. <laughs> and number one, I have to agree with you. It, it's the 49ers. Who the hell's going to stop them? How? <laughs> who would have ever thought that a Mister Irrelevant, the very last pick in the draft, would actually come out and be a star quarterback? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, it's and be true. A, I mean, a Super Bowl favorite. Like, Mr. Irrelevant, Brock Purdy, that dude is a diamond in the rough. I'm not saying he's going to be the greatest quarterback ever, but the kid's good. The kid's got moxie, you know, and he's fun to watch. And I hate the 49ers, Cross Bay rivalry. But, no, 49ers, they're going to be the toughest team this entire year. Yeah, for sure. Um, only thing with Brock Purdy, I mean, and, you know, I guess this could be true for almost anyone, but you put him on the Texans and he goes in like he had to for the 49ers with the Texans, and he's still Mr. Irrelevant. <laughs> like, he is he, he is 110% lucky that he's on such – a a great team who he has all these wide receivers. He has uh, Christian McCaffrey. He has an elite defense. Like he has all the, the things to be able to win as long as he doesn't turn it over. And that takes skill too. You got to be able to not throw interceptions, but you know, it's one of those things where as long as he's not throwing the ball deep too often and he's just checking down and throwing these slants and Debo's taking it 80 yards for him, I think he'll, he's always going to be, he's always going to be good and going to be fine. But I'm not a believer in him so much as so the system that he's in. 
So yeah. that's just me, though. No, I, I can 100% agree with you because that system is built. Kyle Shanahan built that system and designed that system to make any quarterback successful. Yeah. But I'm going to say it's not the receivers. It's the whole team. Because, honest to God, like, as much as Debo Samuel looks good, as much as Brandon Ayuk looks good, you put them on another team, they're not the number one and number two receivers. Yeah, yeah. Like, they're they're not even – I don't even think either of them are top 15 receivers. I don't. Mm-hmm. That's my opinion. Yeah. But, I mean, you put, <laughs> you put Debo Samuel up against, like, Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, uh, Calvin Ridley – uh, Devonte Adams, Cooper Cup. He's not going to match up. DK Metcalf. He's not going to match up. You know, and DK Metcalf isn't even a top fifteen receiver. So Man, that's I, a hot take right there. I don't take. think it's so much the receivers as much as it is Kyle Shanahan is an offensive genius. That is true. And he built yep, that I, system. I he built that system for quarterbacks to succeed. For sure, yeah. All right, awesome. Well, uh, now it's come to the end of the podcast, and we need to do our picks of the week. NFL picks of the week. Picks, 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 picks of the week. NFL, NFL, picks, 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 NFL, picks of the week. <laughs> all right awesome all right so this thursday and now we can do uh records since we have completed week one the O and one vikings are going to the one and O eagles so since i am behind i get to start <laughs> <laughs> hey last year it was whoever was ahead got to start what the hell what no yes that's what it was last year all right, well, you then you start then since you're ahead. Eagles. <laughs> Just boom, Eagles. <laughs> I, I, I um, think it's going to be a close game. Um, yeah. I just don't think the Vikings have enough to stop uh, the Eagles. All right. And they're playing in Philly. So, yeah, I'm going to go with the Eagles as well, as well, especially being on home turf. So. <laughs> All right, we both both starting off with the same same picks at the beginning for Thursday night football. Uh, first one I have on the schedule is the zero and one Chiefs versus the one and zero Jaguars. Which, good. yeah, this this is the hard one for me because I feel like the Jaguars are a team to mess with this year, and you know the Chiefs coming off of that heartbreak loss. Um, I still got to go with Mahomes, though. I think, you know, he'll bounce back. He'll basically just be like, hey, Jaguars, guess what? I'm taking my frustration out on you guys. <laughs> and he just like, he just blows up uh, and has, like, a great game. So I'm going to go with the Chiefs. I can agree that Mahomes is going to have a great game. I can't agree that they're going to win. I think, All for, right. I think for the first time in Mahomes' career, they're going to start 0-2. I think the Jaguars take this win. Wow. All right. All right. Going against me. I like it. Um, next matchup is the 1-0 49ers versus the 1-0 Rams in L.A. I'm going to take a lock on this one. 
And I'm going to pick the 49ers. <laughs> Lock it in. Cha-ching. Locking it up with the 49ers. I like it. Um, I'm going to go with the 49ers as well. I mean, we both picked them as the number one team in the league for a reason. I know it's hard for me to pick against my Rams, but again, I have to, I have to, I have to go with what's going to, I feel like is going to help me best with picks. So (laughs) what's going to be crazy is you keep picking against them and they end up like winning 12 games or something and going to the playoffs and winning the division. (laughs) You'll never pick for them again. (laughs) Reverse psychology is what I'm telling you, man. (laughs) Um, Next uh, next matchup is the one and O Packers versus the one and O Falcons in Atlanta. Um, so it's my pick this time. So I'm going to go actually with the Packers on this one. Um, Jordan Love had a surprisingly good uh, first game. Um, he kind of made a statement. It was against the Bears, but I feel like um, he kind of showed who he was. We'll see if he can keep it up or not, though. He might might just be like a flash in a pan, but I'm going to go with the Packers. I don't think he's a flash in the pan, dude. He was good at Utah state. Like he had a 70% completion percentage. Like he he's a good quarterback. Nobody knew how it was going to translate into the NFL coming from Utah state. And it looks like he's doing good, you know, and he had three years under to learn. So, I mean, he's, he's got a chance to be solid and he's got Romeo Dobbs and Christian Watson to catch the ball. Those two are not slouches at all. They're good receivers. But I'm going to go against you on this one, and it's, it's going to piss my wife off, and I don't care. <laughs> I, I, The Falcons freaking surprised me. Like, they surprised me. I did not expect them to be as good as they were. And I think they've got a chance to beat the Packers. So I'm going to take, I'm going to take the Falcons. All right. Awesome, man. I love it. We're getting some, getting some, some different picks. There's going to be a big gap again. Um, next matchup is the one and O Raiders versus the O and one bills in Buffalo. This one hurts my heart, dude. <laughs> because how do you pick the Raiders against Buffalo? <laughs> right. <laughs> But I gotta stick with my team, man. I think I, I think they got a chance to be good. They just need to step up a little bit. And I don't think the Bills have as good of a defense as the Broncos did. I I could see the Raiders putting up thirty points on the Bills. So I'm I'm gonna go with the Raiders. Wow, man. All right. Uh, I'm going to go with the Bills on this one. I think they they get their bounce back game and this is it. So uh, I'm going to go with the Bills and go against you. All right. All right. Next matchup is the 1 and 0 Ravens versus the O or sorry, 1 and 0 Ravens versus the 0 and 1 Bengals in Cincinnati. Hmm. Your pick. Yeah. This one's hard just because of how bad the Bengals played, but then the Ravens had some injuries that, you know, might hold them back as well a little bit. 
Um, especially playing in Cincinnati. Um, I don't know. Joe Burrow's usually had the Ravens number, so I'm going to go. Are we going to do upset picks only for last year's stuff as well until we get farther in, or are we going to do it from the 0-1 start? We can do it from the 0-1 start if you want to take this as your upset. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with the Bengals in an upset. Upset alert. Upset alert. (laughs) Um, I'm going to take the Bengals on this one, too, because I think that game pissed Joe Burrow off. And he's going to go off for like 450 yards and four touchdowns. I get a lot of revenge games, I feel like, this week. Like where people got to bounce back, you know. Um, all right, next matchup is the 0-1 Seahawks versus the 1-0 Lions in Detroit. I'm going to take the Lions. Lions look good against the Chiefs. I think they'll do the same against the, the Seahawks. Yeah, I think, I think the Seahawks kind of stumble and they, they won't be able to recover. So I think the Lions keep the momentum from – the the Chiefs win for sure. So yeah, I'm gonna go with the Lions on this one as well. Yeah, for sure. All right. 0-1 Chargers versus the 0-1 Titans. So someone's gonna come out with a win. <laughs> Your pick. Uh, yeah, it's my pick. I'm gonna go with the Chargers. You know, they didn't have an awful game against the Dolphins. It's just the, uh, whoever had the ball last and the Dolphins uh defense ended up holding up at the end. So I'm going to go with the Chargers. I think the Titans are just doo-doo. So. I'm going to agree with you. I'm going with the Chargers. Everybody was talking up DeAndre Hopkins with Ryan Tannehill, and they connected six times for 30 yards. <laughs> yeah. It was it was terrible. Um, I, th- I think Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack eat. I, I think they eat. I don't think the do- – the, O-line for the Titans is as good as the Dolphins. So, I, I, I see Tannehill getting hit probably four or five times at least. Oh, nice. I like it. Bold prediction. Like a hot take. Um, next matchup is the 0-1 Bears versus the 1-0 Bucks in Tampa. Uh, I'm going to upset on this one and take the Bears. Upset alert! <laughs> yep. Man, going with the Bears, I, I kind of like it. You know, I mean, the Bucks did get a surprising win. I was surprised that they were able to start off strong. Um, I thought the Bears were going to beat the Packers, but then the Bears showed up like they normally do because um, they looked so good in preseason. But, you know, regular season is a different story. Um, I'm I'm gonna go with the Bucks on this one actually, just because of their good start at the beginning. I think they keep it going. Maybe the Bears just fall into their 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 trend, their same old, same old. Yeah. Um all right. Next is the Owen one Colts versus the Owen one Texans in Texas. <laughs> is it my pick, right? Yep. Okay. I'm gonna lock it in. Cha-ching! With the Colts, I think number one quarterbacks, uh, first-round quarterbacks going head-to-head, but I think Anthony Richards has more around him. I think he's a better quarterback, so 
I'm going to go. I'm going I'm putting my money on him and I think the Colts get it done. Uh I 100% agree with you. The Colts are going to take this game. Uh, <laughs> I don't think CJ Stroud is as good as advertised. Anthony Richardson is better than advertised. So yeah, I mean Anthony Richardson looked good in his debut. CJ Stroud looked like trash. Yeah, I mean, he is playing for the Texans, so yeah. <laughs> can't hold too much against him. But, yeah, you are you are right. <laughs> um, next matchup is the 0-1 Giants versus the 0-1 Cardinals. Somebody's got to get a win. Oh, God. <laughs> um, oh, God. I'm going to take the Cardinals on this one. No. Oh, my gosh. Because, well, because Kyler Murray's not playing. It's Josh Dobbs. And Still. He actually looked okay. He did look okay. Like, wasn't good enough to beat the Commanders, but we expected the Commanders to win that game. Yeah. You know, All right. the Giants are the worst team in the NFL. I don't think they can even beat the Cardinals. Wow. Oh, I'm going to have to go against you. I think the Giants just had a lot going against them, and they just – Kind of gave up. They gave up in that game. So I, I think this one will be a bounce back game for them. Giants uh, show up and, and get the win because I think the Cardinals are one of the worst. Of course, I picked the Giants as one of the worst too, but that was only because based on the game. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm going with Giants. Um, the next matchup is the 1 and 0 Jets versus the 1 and 0 Cowboys. And if Aaron Rodgers was playing, I would maybe lean towards the Jets, but he's not. So I'm going to go with the Cowboys on this one. I feel like Aaron Rodgers was the only thing that had upside for the Jets. And yes, their defense looks stacked, but I just don't think they'll be able to do anything against the Cowboys defense. So, Yeah, I don't think Zach Wilson has enough in his tank to take on the Cowboys right now because their defense is just as stacked as the Jets. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm going Cowboys on this one. Like it. All right. The next matchup is the 1-0 Commanders versus the 0-1 Broncos in Denver. I think, I think the Commanders take this and the Broncos solidify their spot in the basement of the AFC West where they belong. <laughs> oh, geez. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with the commanders on this one as well. I think the Broncos are just a dumpster fire. So, um, that's why I thought the Raiders would have gotten a bigger win, but, um, I think, I think the commanders will, will take this though. Like we were saying. Yeah. Um, all right. And then the Sunday night matchup, the one and O dolphins versus the O and one Patriots in Foxborough. Ooh your pick bud i'm going with the dolphins like i said i picked them as one of the top teams top five teams i think tua has another great game dolphins for sure you know mac jones actually had a good game too he did yeah he had he had a pretty decent game but the patriots don't have enough to stop the firepower of the dolphins so yeah i'm going with the dolphins on that one Nice. All right. And then Monday night is a doubleheader. We have the 1-0 and Saints versus the 0-1 Panthers to start off with the first uh, doubleheader. Um, they're playing in uh, North Carolina. Yeah, I think the Saints still take it. I think they're a better team than the Panthers. 
I like it. All right. I'm going to go with the Saints as well um, because I think the Saints are going to take the division. So um, they they got some easy ones to kind of help them along. So this is one of them um, already. And then the final Monday night game is the 1-0 Browns versus the 0-1 Steelers. Your pick. I'm going with the Browns. I think they – made a dominant statement with the defense um, and the Steelers did not obviously against the 49ers. And I think they're going against a similar top defense. So I think the Steelers fizzle and continue their, their struggle. So yeah, I'm going to go with the Browns. Same here going with the Browns. I'm going to stick with them because I I picked them as the division winners this year. I think they got a shot at it, man. (laughs) Oh, after the first game, you might be right. I mean, they, they look pretty good. So, all right. Well, that concludes our picks of the week, NFL picks of the week. Picks, picks, picks of the week. Certified fresh picks of the week. Um, all righty. Uh, well, that wraps up things for this episode. Um, as always, you know, you can catch us on – you know, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, you know, on our Facebook, uh, Instagram, anything like that. Just, you know, shout out to us, comment to us, let us know how you're feeling. Um, a lot of people always just like send me direct messages, uh, like David or, uh, Brian, like you just comment on the page, you know, we can comment, uh, you know, on the, on the podcast, or we can even get you on the podcast. We're always, we're always fine with having, uh, other people on um hopefully again like we reiterated we'll try to get some some video going and get some posted on youtube um but uh i guess we gotta wrap things up Te- technically the i don't really the only running back that hasn't been paid is jonathan taylor so are we still doing the hashtag pay the running back <laughs> yep because the- even though they're getting paid, they're not getting paid what they're worth, man. Yeah. That, that's the issue. All right. And then are, are we doing like hashtag RIP Aaron Rodgers ankle or something? Like, <laughs> I, I think we could, yeah. <laughs> no, RIP, RIP his uh, 32nd career <laughs> with the Jets. <laughs> r-i-p-j-e-t-s-s or s j-e-t-s-s yeah (laughs) um (laughs) well i'll have to think of something something clever with that um but uh all right awesome well as always we appreciate the listens we appreciate the love um just you know let us know how you want to contribute and you know like subscribe share with your friends, family, let everybody know to listen to it. I keep on telling people at work to listen to it because they're doing an NFL picking challenge at work. So I'm like, Hey, listen to our podcast, make the same picks as us. If you don't know which ones to pick. So just get it out there, get the, get the word out and uh, we'll see you same time, same place next week and catch you guys on the flip side later. Peace.